This is Seattle's Morning News. And in Georgia, another grand jury has been sworn in. And this one is going to decide whether or not Donald Trump faces criminal charges for tampering with an election. Let's consult with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna, a conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So uh, explain the difference. But we, we already heard that one grand jury was impaneled for this case. What's the second one for? The first grand jury was impaneled after the investigation by the district attorney had started. So it's basically an investigative tool. It doesn't have the power to indict. But this first grand jury was able to issue subpoenas and it considered testimony from about 75 witnesses and other evidence as well before delivering a final report with its recommendations to the DA. Okay, so that first grand jury uh, gathers all the evidence, compels the testimony, and then the second grand jury decides that this is enough to indict. Correct. So the first grand jury apparently made recommendations that a number of people be indicted, although they've kept the identity of those individuals confidential. And it's important to point out the district attorney isn't bound by that special grand jury's recommendations on who ought to be indicted. Uh, she can use the recommendations as guidance. It, it was reported, though, that the DA sent letters to certain people last summer warning them that they could face charges. That included uh, Rudy Giuliani, who was Trump's lawyer. Uh, And it's also been reported that some of the fake electors who were called in uh, and investigated have reached immunity deals with the district attorney, which suggests they might now be cooperating. Uh, The fake electors are among those who could be charged otherwise with uh, racketeering for, uh, you know, attempting to falsely influence the election. So um, now we have the second grand jury, which has been impaneled. It, it has 23 members plus three alternates. And their job is to decide whether any indictments should be handed down and what crimes those indictments would uh, allege. According to the district attorney, uh, the, there are wide, a wide array of potential crimes being considered, including solicitation of election fraud, making false statements to state and local government bodies, conspiracy, racketeering, violation of oath of office, and uh, involvement in election-related threats. So it's, it's pretty broad. Uh, and I, you know, I think that this RICO Act, uh, the RICO Act uh, indictment could be particularly powerful if the prosecutor decided to use it. Now, RICO, RICO was uh, a law designed for criminal enterprises like the mafia, correct? How, how would it be applied right. in a case like this? The RICO Act allows uh, Georgia's prosecutors to bring charges against multiple people they believe committed separate crimes while working toward a common goal. Right. Now, in terms of uh, a common goal, does that require, for example, a formal written or or verbal plan? Or is if there's a vague goal such as we want Trump to be president, is that enough of a common goal? I think that the common goal here that they would have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt is that uh, the defendants, when they're indicted, uh, were engaged in the common goal of soliciting election fraud. You know, the most uh, obvious example of that is Trump calling the secretary of state in Georgia and asking him to help him find quote, find 11,780 votes. Uh, But they could also implicate these fake electors who uh, were supposed to ignore the results of the election in their state and instead uh, put forward a different slate of uh, 
you know, a different president, vice president as a result of the election. It could also include um, spreading false allegations of election fraud, uh, including making such allegations to state lawmakers trying to persuade them not to um, validate the results of the election. Okay, and finally, speaking from your position as a former attorney general with a perfect record before the United States Supreme Court, does Trump get indicted? I I think uh, I think the people the people around him will be indicted, uh, and uh, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess that he will not be indicted because they won't be able to link him to enough of the claims of fraud. But here's the problem: I don't have all the evidence, and that special grand jury saw a lot of evidence, heard a lot of testimony. The district attorney will present all of that to the new uh, panel grand jury. So maybe there is enough evidence to indict indict Trump, uh, be, you know, and we just don't see all of it at this point. Not even with that phone call. I just don't think that the single phone call to Raffensperger is enough to result in him being indicted. So it's, if he is indicted, it's going to have to be because there are other there are witnesses. There's been testimony and other evidence indicating that that Trump was part of. Uh, beyond a reasonable doubt, part of this broader effort to subvert the election in Georgia. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Dave.